0: Bung, bung. Oh, straight to your phone? Straight to your phone, bruh. Do you want the best in sports tips delivered straight to your phone? You take that, you fucking, you put it on, whatever, the bet, best bookmaker with the best odds, um, how many units to bet, you get all that information, At the snap of a finger, bro? At the drop of a fucking dime, bro? You want that? Then you sign up to BetWithJoel. BetWithJoel.com slash ref, R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. You can see how to spell that behind me. And enter promo code POTTYEXCLUSIVE50 for 50% off your first week. Bet with Joel. Let's start the show Welcome to the party bung bung It's your man Claytron aka the big boss man aka the uh, the clumsy jeweler because I'm always dropping gems aka the milkman Cause I always deliver, aka the uh, the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the hmm, oh, the Tyler Durden of podcasting. If you if you know anything about movies, you know that I just gave myself probably the utmost compliment. Um, shit, where where are we? Where are we today? I've come in here completely unprepared again, and if you're watching the video. You can see that I'm still fucking around trying to, um, you know, figure out how how to sort this whole situation out with the live stream. But I think we've sorted it out. Everyone's, everyone's fucking ready to go. But yeah, I've come in here today with no um, preparation. So I actually don't even know where to start. So what I will do is I'll probably just rehash my uh my weekend and see kind of see where that takes us because um yeah i've only got i've only really got all of my old notes which is um you know what some would say is annoying so let's just let's just start off it's friday friday after work what did i do and that's that's what you call a good question oh and here we go we've got yon we got big yon we got chet uh, Michael. Ah, and that's what I actually did on Friday night was I caught up with Yon, okay? And I've talked about Yon before um, and about and about the Z-Boys. And so I caught up with Yon. We had some um, some Fancy Burger for dinner. Shout out to Fancy Burger if you ever want to sponsor uh, the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, we had Fancy Burger for dinner. We had a few beers. We watched uh, a little bit of the West Coast Collingwood game. And I've got to tell you, I I don't know how to to bet, I mean, how to tip, uh, the teams on Friday nights, um, because I get every Friday night game wrong and it, it fucking infuriates me, but oh yeah, I'm in my work clothes still cause I, um, I was in a, I was, I thought I was going to get off work a little bit earlier today and I didn't. And I'm, I made myself a little date night with Rachel. Uh, so that's why, that's why I'm still in my work clothes is cause I need to get this podcast done to see if I can still make it out with Rach. what's up, Jeremy? Um, what else? Yeah, so me and Yon, we were chilling. We were talking about Melbsy because that's coming up in ten weeks, right? The uh, the Z Boys trip. So that's coming up in ten weeks. So I was talking to Yon about that, and we start we start talking about um, are we gonna be able to get Shadiz to come? And Shadiz, if you don't know what Shadiz is, then you you're missing out because that's a that's a turned human being and he he knows how to um you know get after it and, and he's got red hair and they say people with red hair have higher pain thresholds um and of course it's all unsourced here at the welcome to the potty podcast but if you've got red hair that means you you can actually take a little bit of shit and um if i was actually if i was going to start my own militia um, and this isn't supposed to come off Hitlerish at all, but I would make sure that they're all redheads because um, if they do get tortured by somebody um, interrogated, they're not actually going to give up any of my uh, secrets, you know? So it's not a master race, but it is a master militia, that double M, you know? So that's that's sort of what my plan would be if I ever wanted to take some shit over, is get a bunch of redheads involved. Um, so basically, me and Yon bought Xiao's flight to Melbourne because his flights will look a mad expensive. We're like, bang, we'll split your flight, bro. And I just realized that I hadn't told the boys this and I was trying to surprise them. And Michael is actually watching this stream. So surprise motherfucker. Oh, sailing Nanji. What's up? And they've been, that's a friend of the show right there. That's, um, Benita and Yosh. They're sailing the world sailing the world. Um, and you know, learning languages and going fishing, bruh. And also, um, not that good at pirate trivia, but good enough to get donations, you know, to the charity of your choice. But, um, what else? What else? So Friday night, that's what I did, Friday night. Then Saturday, um, oh, it was all potty. It was all potty all day, Saturday. And then Sunday, I went to an engagement breakfast because my friend Ben McPherson, another another friend of the show, got engaged last weekend. So, um, yeah, so we, we went to his engagement breakfast and that was fine. Apart from I didn't really know a lot of people there. So um, whenever, you know, whenever someone new came, I had to introduce myself which is just, I don't know, sometimes introducing yourself isn't that bad, but when you actually have to do it, you know, 15 to 20 times in a row, you start to kind of, you know how if you say the same word over and over again, it sounds crazy, bro. Imagine saying your name 15 times in quick succession and then having a name like Claiborne, bruh. Like that's not even real. That's not a real name. So like, so like, I'm just saying Claiborne, 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 Claiborne. And then eventually I was like, geez, is that my name? Oh, and we've got a pirate joke from Sailing Nanji. Why are pirates called pirates? And I'll tell you why, because they are again. Okay? that's, and that's called a dad joke. Um, and let me tell you something about my dad, my dad, my dad makes jokes but they're not they're not specifically dad jokes he he actually um everything he does is just mad loud like and he'll he'll crack himself up you know and that was denny closing the door and now i'm wondering if i had the door open and he was home just then and i was making too much noise for him so now i feel kind of bad but It also is what it is and it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. So, um, uh, and then I was supposed to go and see Toy Story 4 on the weekend and have a fucking Clay's review for you guys. But then me and Rachel come home, fall asleep on the couch. It was like, it was like a brunch was too much for us. And that's when I started thinking about my mortality, bro. Right then and there. When I couldn't make it through an engagement brunch, dude. I was like, oh, we all do die someday, you know? You know how weird shit can make you think about your mortality? Well, let me tell you what made me think about mine. An engagement lunch. These are things that you do when you get older is start going to engagement lunches and all that good shit. And I'm sitting there and it's too much for me, dude. And I'm I'm fucking going home. I got home at probably 12.30 p.m. After having like a, a breakfast roll bacon and eggs on there, maybe a bit of, I think it had maybe a bit of avocado or cheese or something like that. That was all on there, bro. And I'm, and I'm just coming home and falling asleep at 1230. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. So that's when I started thinking about like, shit, it's almost, it's almost a wrap for me, you know? So... Um, that was pretty uplifting. I, then I went to my mum's place for dinner and this is, this is where shit started getting real emotional for me, bro. Cause my dog's not doing too well. Young Trixie and you guys know Trixie. She, um, I don't know. She, I don't know if she's getting dementia or if she, she got scared by something, dude, or, um, Shit, what else could have happened? I don't know. But she's always shaking, bro. You remember Wendy's? Wendy's, um, the, you know, ice creams and and hot dogs and milkshakes. And then they had the, the commercial that was shaken dog. And it had like a little chihuahua just shaking on the commercial. That's what Trixie looks like all the fucking time, bro. Attention, uh, afternoon disco naps, my man. And I don't really know what an afternoon disco nap is, but I'll tell you this. Anything with disco in it is pretty funky to me. You know what I'm talking about, bruh? But, um, yeah, Trixie's just shaking, doing shaking dog. And that might be a move at the disco sometimes. I'm not sure. I haven't been to a disco since. Oh, shit. There was this disco, bruh, called Sam's Disco. And it was down uh, in Glenelg. Down, it's actually around the corner from me. I don't know if it's still a thing. But it was held in like the the back of a church. And that sounds pretty sinister when you know what actually sometimes does happen in the back of a church. You know what I'm talking about, bro? So, I mean, that didn't happen to me. It was a disco. Um, There was adults and children. So, yeah, it does sound a bit whack. But what happened was it's just music. And this was about the time Sophie Ellis Baxter was famous um something about the dance floor uh better not kill the groove that song dj gonna burn this goddamn house right now or something like that so that was sophie ellis baxter and that's the kind of shit that we was dancing to brother i was too um self-conscious about dancing so i used to just lay back like i kind of still do because um, I've got to be pretty lit to dance. And this is back in the days before drinking, okay? So Sam's Disco, it was called. And there was this kid there called Sunny, And he had long blonde hair, bro. And I was a bit jealous of him. Because this is back in the days when um, I used to get bullied for uh, racial re- reasons, bro. So I was a bit jealous of this little white boy with blonde long hair called Sonny. He goes out. There was like, you know, the circle, the dance circle. He just goes out there and does a backflip, bro. Lands on his Eat, dude, Sonny. Never saw him again. Never saw him again, bro. So shout out to Sonny, man. And I hope he's doing well. And I hope, you know, I hope he's, I hope he's like, you know, a motocross expert or something, you know, like I hope he's doing big things and maybe popping wheelies somewhere. Um, shout out to Sonny. And then this other girl, Jess, who was a little bit well-developed for her age. Cause I think at this time we're like, Shit, 11 or something. And she was kind of like tittied out, you know? So we're, we're dancing there. We're standing. I'm holding her hips and she's got her arms around my neck, right? And we're swaying like this. Just swaying. Left to right. Left to right. Because they put the slow jams on at the end of the night, right? And I went in for it, bruh. Went in for it. Kissed her. Right on the lips. Wasn't my first kiss. But my friend... Mitch, not to be confused with Moneymaker Mitch, my producer, but my friend Mitch, um, he goes, oh, he did it. That's his first kiss. Anyway, this girl Jess gets mad at me because I had told her it wasn't my first kiss and her and all her friends get mad at me because I lied to her, but I didn't lie to her. So these are the things that you have to sort of, these are the, the hurdles that you need to overcome when you're in grade school, bruh, you know? My first kiss was in a tree, dude, at the front of my friend's house. My mum's friend's kids were my friends. They had five daughters, you know, and three of them were talkative because the other two were babies. So I was friends with the talkative ones, and I was climbing their tree out the front of their house, and Ashley, one of the daughters, had a friend over. Elle. Elle. I won't do surnames, but she's, you know... She basically is a baddie, and she was beautiful back then, and she still is now. But if I was walking around with a picture of her from back then in my pocket, that would be called illegal. Do you know what I mean? That'd be called, um, being a Wikipedia file. So, um, we kissed. I think we are in fifth grade at the time, so I don't know how old that would have made me, like eight or something, nine, seven. Um... We kissed in the tree, bro. That was my first kiss with Elle. And she had blue eyeshadow on because it was the 90s. You know? Um, I think that's where I'll leave it for the live stream. So you know where to find us. Welcome to the potty on everything. Um, And uh, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay, so. That's the live stream done. I was a bit... I was a bit... Man, I'm sorry like kind of all over the place because I'm really I did not come in here prepared today. Oh man, sorry for belching, dude. This is the welcome to the potty uh, burp cast, you know. Man, I had a um, I had a meeting with a client of mine today who's like definitely an alcoholic, okay, and he knows it and I know it. And I had a meeting at his house. We rescheduled. We were going to meet somewhere else. We met at his house. And so when he said come to my house, I was like, oh, he's probably drunk and like can't drive or walk for that matter. And I was correct, bro. And so he's there and he, we're having this discussion, bro. And he probably doesn't even remember it, but he was burping, bro. He was burping. And the only thing that I thanked, um, you know, sweet baby Jesus for, dude, is that... Um, I couldn't smell his burps because sometimes people burp, dude, and you can fucking smell it. You can smell it. You can smell it. And it's, you know, especially if they've been having like hummus, hummus, you know, that Lebanese, um, garlic mince, you know, that, um, you know, that Lebanese chickpea, um, crush. You know, so if, if he has a bit of that and then starts belching, dude, I'm going to be probably sick in my own mouth. And like she said on Dodgeball, I just threw up in my mouth a little. I think that was Dodgeball. I am the fucking movie maker. And Money making Mitch is still trying to figure out the uh, the database for the website because he did it, right? And then couldn't upload it. So it looks like he's going to have to rewrite the whole fucking thing on the website. But he has to try to figure out how to make it interactive or some shit. I don't know. I'm not a web geezer. All I know is that this dude Triple M's taking his sweet ass time, and if he wants to get fucking fired, bro, he's going the white the the right goddamn way about it. Hmm. Oh, here, what's this note? Oh shit. Yeah, Michael just texted me. He said, I fucked up the surprise. And that's what, that's the risk that you run sometimes when you've got a podcast. But, um, I didn't break the news about Ben's engagement until after he was engaged. You know what I'm talking about, bro? Because imagine if I had said that, well, I just wouldn't release the episode. But imagine if I was live and said that shit. That'd be so turnt. But yeah, Michael, Shao's coming to Melbsey, bruh. And I accidentally said that shit out loud. But that's because I just got off the phone with Shao and we was talking so much about how excited that we are, bruh. And um, yeah, shit's going to be so wild, bruh. And that's in 10 weeks. I just checked on the calendar today. So 10 weeks and a few days, actually. So it's not even close. But all that means is that I've got plenty of time to prepare my bankroll, bruh. And speaking of bankrolls, Bet with Joel's on another fucking hot streak. This weekend was glorious. If you want to talk money, bruh, that shit. My money's not looking funny at all, bruh. My money is dead fucking serious in my bank in my um betting apps right now. Thanks to Bet with Joel, and you know where to you know what to do with that. Because I said it at the top of the episode. Don't need to go back there. Hmm. Dude, so I was talking a Chet. Chet from Motherload, and um he once did these like grilled watermelon burgers or something like that and I was like dude you gotta do those shits with some chicken nuggets or something like that and then we were like oh you know what with all these fucking woke whiteys out there they're gonna get mad and all the black folk right? All my friends, we're going to be excited and be like chicken and watermelon. Fuck yes, bro. And yeah, stereotypes. People get so offended by them. Do you know why they're a thing, though? Because they're real, dude. Picture an Asian right now. Picture him. Yeah. Is he in a car? Probably not. Because, because you wouldn't you wouldn't really picture them in a the car that much. Because that's, that's probably what they're worst at, dude. And I'm not racist, bro, unless you are. You know what I'm talking about. But... Like, picture picture an Asian behind the wheel of a car, bro. Are they doing a good job? Enough said. Picture a black dude. What's he eating? Chicken and watermelon, dude. And purple soda. You know? Picture a white dude. What's he... What's he wearing? He's got no socks on. And he's got boat shoes on and he's got shorts above his kneecaps and a button down short sleeve shirt with the buttons down to his mid chest. And he's got sunglasses on with, with a um, connector just in case his su- sunglasses fall off. They don't fall to the ground. They just fall to his chest. And that's and that's what a white guy wears. And that's stereotypes. And you ever heard the expression, it's funny because it's true, bruh? That's a stereotype. Dude, picture a woman, bro. Is she emotional right now? Enough said, dude. You know? What else is there? Picture a a cab driver, dude. What's his favorite sport? Cricket? So easy, bro. And I don't even mean to be um, racist, bro. But, like, unless you are. You know, because if you are like, if you like, if you're cool with it, bro. um, yeah, do picture, um, what else? What other places are there? Picture a New Zealander, bro. What animal are they fucking, bro? A sheep. And my mom would hate that one. And she, I just, I just felt her turn this episode off just now because that's where my mom's from. Um, what other nationalities are there, bro? Um, Hawaii. And if you're a white person and you say Hawaii, like Hawaii, go fuck yourself, dude. Because, um, if you're not of island descent, bro, it's Hawaii. Okay. If you don't look Samoan, bro, and also if you're, if you're not Samoan, and you say Samoan? Go fuck yourself, bro. You're not cultured. You're not cultured. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like if you're if you're me and you say Mexico, you're a fuckhead, bro. Because it's Mexico, dude. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck am I talking about, dude? Like twenty two minutes of this, bro. Twenty. 20- <laughs> 22 minutes you guys listen to this shit wow and that's why I love you guys man um this is the this is the hump day episode of the welcome to the potty podcast um I'll check the emails and see if we got any advice uh questions um because you know if you guys need some advice dude then you you've come to the right place this is the welcome to the potty podcast advice line um oh wow this dude has just said and what's his name patty all right patty best place for a cheap experience abroad i don't know if there are any um if there's any space for this kind of topic would appreciate it if you pointed me in the right direction. I want to go abroad for a few months, but I am currently on a budget. So from experience, is there any place you know that isn't too expensive as in housing slash food? The flight doesn't really matter by the actual expenses while living there. Thanks. And dude, I've got to tell you, you, you want to go to Bali, bro? If you got 10 bucks, you'll be a millionaire. Let me tell you this. You can eat like a fucking king over there for about $5 a day five Australian dollars so I don't know what country you're from dude but you did have some typos in your email but um this may be the wrong place to ask that question because I've never really been on a holiday man I really my first holiday was oh I went to America with Corey and that's definitely not the place that you want to go to if you want a cheap holiday and then I went to Bali with Rachel. And I also went to Kangaroo Island with Rachel. And Kangaroo Island has got to be, like, up there with Sydney in most fucking expensive places in Australia, dude. So I don't go there. But Bali, dude, I was out there, dude, eating good. And that was mainly what I spent my food on, which is eating good and drinking good. And um, I got a few bespoke suits done up for me, man. That was nice. So I got... Uh, I got fitted out for mad cheap. I got a probably what would have probably been $1,500 suit back home Um, for th- about $300 it ended up being. And and that suit, dude, I look fucking fly in that shit. And do I ever get to wear it? No, absolutely not. Because um, my job's not that fancy. And if you dress too fancy, your clients don't really identify with you. So like. Yeah, I don't really get to wear it, but hopefully one day I go to another horse race. Shout out to Bet with Joel if you want to have a race day and invite the boss man. Um, because I'll be talking. And if I have to introduce myself 15 or 20 times, I will, dude. I will. Oh man. I would really I sometimes really wonder who listens. Like, I only see the numbers, you know. I wish I knew the faces. I'd love it. If you guys would send in a video or something to the Instagram of you, um, saying like where you're from, what you do and what you like about the show or some shit like that, that would be dope. That would be fucking dope. Um, yeah, man. So Bali is really the only place that I've got for you in mind. Um, what have we got? Anything else next? Um, okay. Whitney. I love when the write writing because I don't feel like they do it enough. Whitney says, how do I move out in brackets emotionally? I'm 24 and I plan on moving out next month with my boyfriend to a city closer for grad school. So you're from America maybe? Oh no, you could be from here. And career opportunities. My parents are extremely supportive. My boyfriend has been encouraging. And this is the right thing to do in all aspects. But when I think of moving slash leaving home, I feel so anxious and I get sad. Sad for leaving my parents, for growing up, for being on my own, etc. How do I shake this feeling? Oh, oh you don't. It is sad. It's, a, it's the end of an era, man. And you just you just suck it up and you experience those feelings and those feelings are completely normal and they're fine. And damn, someone's out there making noise. Um, and those feelings are fine and you should have them and embrace them. And you're going to be with your boyfriend. So you're not going to be alone at least. So you'll have that support. You'll have a distraction and that goes away. It all goes away. Eventually it doesn't mean you love them any less or nothing. Um, but just embrace those feelings, man. Just embrace them. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you right there. Um, what else have we got? Any more? Hold on. Ooh. We are one more here, and it is about relationships. Um, and this is fucked up. And this is from a guy named Greg, apparently, and I doubt it. Thinking about, and this is the heading, dude. Thinking about abandoning pregnant girlfriend or GF, it says. My GF is pregnant and I was really excited to be a dad when I first got the news. Problem is, we went to prenatal screening and found out there is a high risk of Down syndrome. A follow-up diagnostic test confirmed the baby has Down syndrome. I want an abortion because I'm not prepared to raise a child with Down syndrome. This is not me bashing down syndrome people, by the way, it's just not something I'm prepared to do. My girlfriend doesn't want an abortion though, so there's nothing I can do about it. At this point, I'm considering just ending the relationship. I'd pay whatever I'm required to by law, but otherwise move on with my life. My girlfriend obviously decides whether to take the pregnancy to term, but I feel like I have the right to leave given how immensely different a child with down syndrome is as far as responsibilities and future grandchildren. Anyway, I'm asking for advice about how to break the news to my girlfriend. I obviously have to tell her ASAP so that she can make an informed decision, but I don't want to come across as manipulative. I realize I'm coming across like a heartless prick here, but I genuinely care about my girlfriend and want to do this in the best way possible for her emotionally." Um, And dude, I've got to tell you right now that you are straight up a piece of shit, dude. And I probably shouldn't say that to fans because, or sorry, listeners, um, because I could lose you, but I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat that bro. Hey, down syndrome people are straight up the best people on this planet, dude. The most selfless and big hearted people, man. And they're beautiful. And yeah, it's to raise, to raise one is a job, dude. But so is raising a kid. If you're going to be a bitch about that, dude, that's, that's your own fucking problem, man. And you know what? You you don't even deserve your girlfriend. You know? You don't deserve her, dude. And the kid deserves a better fucking father figure, too. You're going to fucking bounce on the kid because because it, you know, it's missing a chromosome, bro? So you're you're just going to dip and pay what you're required to by law like you're a fucking hero, bro. Get the fuck out of here, man. Grow a fucking set of nuts and take care of the kid that your seed created, bruh. You fucking kidding me? She's going to leave this girl with this kid. You're a fucking, nah, fuck you, dude. And I don't want you to listen anymore. Go fuck yourself, man. Don't fucking write back to me either. And um, usually on the advice segment, we we do the sound effect. It ain't no problem. But bro, it is a problem. You're a fucking problem, dude. And you're a bitch for that. That's fucked up, man. Dude. You would love that. You, you, maybe not you, because you you are a heartless prick, like you said, bro. You would still love that kid, dude. Like, dude, that, that really upsets me, brother. You would, and that's your heading. Like, that's how dark you are, bro. Thinking about abandoning pregnant girlfriend. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you, dude. That's the worst idea ever, man. And don't write back to me unless unless this inspired you to fucking turn your fucking life around, bro. Get your shit together, man. You're a fucking bitch for that, dude. Oh, man. I hate to end the podcast on a fucking negative note, bro. So we're going to do one more. Because, you know, it's hard to be funny when fucking bitch boys... Come with that shit, dude. Let's fucking, um, let's see what this one here says. Cause this one, this one's a bit long, but I think this could either be funny or fucking really sad. Let's see how it goes. Here's the, uh, and this is from Holly. Um, and I like the girls always write in for advice. You see, I think, oh no, poor posture as well, but we're not doing poor posture today. All right, this is the heading. I was drunk and pretending to be asleep so I wouldn't have to talk to my boyfriend, but it turned dark. And that that's how you get ner- that's how you get the boss man nervous, bro. So I'm going to have a quick sip of this tea. Cuz that sounds that sounds wild for the night, bro. Uh sis, I'm 21. I was on a work night out 2 nights ago and drank a bit but wasn't too drunk, just tipsy. My boyfriend also went out for drinks and met me afterwards and we went home together. He was acting rude towards me and was pissed off that I walked out of the nightclub with a male colleague that he knows I'm friends with. Uh well, I mean, that still seems kind of shady though, you know? What, like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, fast forward to when we are in bed, turned off the lights and started to cuddle. He asked for am alright and I didn't answer. I wasn't in the mood to talk and he just presumed I was asleep. And that is a, that's a strategy as old as time. Okay. And uh, I respect you for it. Uh, and I've been there. I've done that. Um, probably, and um, probably last night was the last time I did that. <laughs> um, this, this is where it turns weird on both our parts. I'm slightly embarrassed to say I let it, I let it go this far, but at the same time, I wanted to see what he was going to do. I did not let it go on because I liked what was happening because I genuinely felt sick. He put his hand down my pants and started rubbing. And when I didn't react, he spit on his fingers and put them in me. He then went to the other hole, which is something I would never let him do and something we have never done before. I held back every urge to stop him because I needed to see what he was capable of. And this sounds like, um, a predator, uh, a predator, you know, he's a predator. Um, and this is a sick motherfucker right now from what I'm hearing. But also, I don't know if you're brave or sick for just letting it happen just to see what he's capable of. Cause also if I'm, um, if I'm a woman in a parking lot, in a dark parking lot and some dude grabs me, I'm not just going to let him, go to see how far he's going to go. I'm going to fight back and shit. Um, I would have, I would have definitely said something if I was you, especially cause I don't like my booty touched. I don't like insertion into the booty. I like, um, excursion or whatever that word's supposed to be. Um, I like to do poops out of there and I don't like nothing going in there. That's basically what my booty holds for. Um, more. Uh, he started to wank off and then started going under the covers with his torch on his phone. This is where I couldn't let it go on any further, and I started to, in quotes, wake up. I asked what he was doing, and he said nothing, and asked, and asked, was I okay? And started to tickle my back till I fell to till I, in quotes, fell asleep again. He tried the flashlight thing two more times and then ran to the bathroom. After he was in the bathroom a while, I asked, was he okay? and he said he was taking a shit. Now I've asked him to move out and he's making it difficult, saying he'll convince me to stay with him. He doesn't know I know what he did as far as he's aware I was blackout drunk. I packed up his stuff and, and had it ready when he finished work. My mum was home too so at least I had someone nearby. He sat down and told me he thinks I'm making a rash decision since he thinks this is all over choking and a mark he left on me Jesus, this dude's a fucking fiend, bro. Um, he went on and on about how he won't do it again and said he'll get help and he wants this to work. I caught him off guard and asked what he was doing with a flashlight under the covers and this whole face went white. He was shaking and blamed it on his heart beating. He said he fingered me for 10 seconds because I was talking back to him, which made him think I was awake, which I know, I was, which I know wasn't true and that he went down with a flashlight because he thought I was bleeding and had to check it wasn't on the sheets. He ended up saying he felt sick and I said it's because he's caught out and feels guilt. I also told him I might go to the police over the bite. He played victim and stuck to his story even though I know what really happened. Um, I wonder how bad this bite was. And yeah, you did the right thing uh, packing his shit up because this dude is a fucking sick unit, bruh. And I think, I don't know whether the police really care about the bite, but I think, I think they need to probably be made aware of his name and maybe whereabouts because of his actions, dude. This dude fingered your puss and your booty, dude, thinking you were asleep. That's called, that's called TA, bro, taking advantage. Um, yeah, I'm glad you're out of that relationship. Don't take him back. He's sick. I don't know how hard he bit you. Do, do you have a chunk of you missing or something? What's up? Anyway, shit, it did turn dark and I was hoping that was going to be funny and it wasn't. But, um, was that Holly? Uh, all the best. I hope you saw that shit out. Um, fuck that dude. And especially fuck that dude that doesn't like Down syndrome babies, man. Fuck that dude. Um, Man, this is welcome to the potty You know where to find us Welcome to the potty on everything Tell a friend to tell a friend And you get a referral bonus Don't forget it um, Shit, I think that's really it, man Try and uh, tag some friends in our Instagram posts or something Let's fucking build this This empire Okay, let's build this bad boy And um uh, Yeah man, happy hump day I hope you're getting your money up and uh this is welcome to the party, and as always, Bum Fucking Bum Baby to to